This is episode 473 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's article, Elderly Prepping Mobility Issues. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version, with some commentary, of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey everyone, this episode is sponsored by Audible. Now, Audible Books was one of the inspirations for this podcast. I purposely don't add bumper music to the podcast because I want it to feel more like an audiobook that just starts and provides value. Now, I love to learn and grow through audiobooks, and Audible makes that very easy. If you are not a member of Audible, you can join for free for 30 days and start your Audible journey with two free audiobooks. The great thing about Audible is that you can cancel at any time and you keep the books that you have downloaded. So for more information, click the link in the show notes or go to theprepperwebsitepodcast.com forward slash Audible. Hey guys, before we jump into our article of the podcast, I want to read a comment from episode 469. We talked about beginner tips for using cast iron. And Gwen left a comment there because I talked about if you have any experiences with cast iron. And actually, you can do this with any episode, right? If you have any experience or you have anything to add from what I have said in my commentary and the articles and stuff like that, you're always welcome to come to the episode and drop it in the comment section. And then I'll share it out in a future podcast. So um, I make that very easy for you because in the show notes, I have a link directly to that episode. But Gwen says this, I've been cooking with cast iron for over 10 years, but I still learn new things from this article. I was so glad to hear you talk about cast iron cookware being an heirloom that we can pass on to our children. Recently, I was reading an Amazon review for a cast iron item and the person had thrown the item away as it had gotten rusty and was therefore low quality. No, no, no. Thanks for sharing this article on your podcast and your helpful commentary. All right, Gwen, thanks so much again for your comments. And again, guys, if you have any uh, information, advice, any experiences on any of the things that we talk about, come on over to theprepperwebsitepodcast.com and drop it in the comments section so that I can share it with everyone else. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into our article of the podcast. It comes to us from beansbulletsbandagesandyou.com. And it's one of those topics that's very dear to my heart. It's titled Elderly Prepping Mobility Issues. Now, I hear from older preppers all the time, people who are who have mobility issues, people whose health is maybe in decline or they're not as strong as they used to be. And they are concerned. They see the world around them. You know, they a lot of the times heard the stories from their parents from the Great Depression. Many times they experience some of that as well. But they see the things that are going around and it's like, hey, wait a minute. We don't like the way the world is going, the way the economy is going, the way the uh, the country is going. And we want to survive. We want to feel like we are prepared and we want to do those types of things. And, you know, we have a desire to, to move on and press on. But health and mobility and all those types of things have, you know, caused problems. And so this, again, it's one of those Things that, that's very dear to my heart because I hear from people like that, older preppers all the time. And so I know that this is a, a subject, a topic that really needs to be uh, you know, shared out there. 
and to put a little bit of thought into it. So if you are listening to this and you are an older prepper, or more than likely, you know, there are people out there that are older that are listening to the podcast. Definitely. I don't want to to say that there's not. But for the most part, people that are listening to the podcast are a little bit younger, but you probably have a parent or, you know, someone older, a grandparent that you are going to be responsible for, or you need to be thinking about what you're going to do with them. Because when the poop hits the fan, I, I'm telling you, I have read articles where people are like, hey, everybody's on their own. But, you know, think about that. Are your family, your kids, whatever, you're, you know, you're bugging out, you're leaving, you're doing whatever you're going to do. You, do you think that in the back of their mind, they're not going to be like, oh, wait a minute, where's grandma and grandpa? Where's, you know, mom and dad? Where are, you know, th- those types of things are going to be going through their head. And they're going to like, no, we refuse to leave. We refuse to go unless... We have all of our family members. So that's if you are one of those sole preppers and maybe your family, you know, understands the the need to prep, but they're not completely on board with your mentality and things like that. This is something that you're going to need to think about. And so it is something that you can do or maybe you're older and you're starting to think, hey, you know, I could have an issue like this. And so, you know, I think this article is good to get us to think about maybe some things that we need to prepare for and to at least have in the back of our mind. So let's go ahead and jump in. Mobility issues are just one of a long list of special needs that the elderly commonly have. As preppers, if we have an elderly loved one, ourselves senior citizens, or are nearing our silver years, then we need to include these challenges into our prepping plans. This is the first article of a new series where we will be examining senior issues as they regard prepping. I'm going to be upfront with everyone on this. If we have a massive national or global stuff hit the fan event, it's going to be very, very hard on people in their silver years. We are going to lose a whole lot of them. And that's something we need to come to terms with ahead of time. But what can we do? What can't we do? What are the needs and challenges? And frankly, in the end, how much can we afford to do? So let's start with an issue that became near and dear to my heart, mobility challenges. Okay, it's near and not all that dear to me as I am currently wheeling around with various devices because I have a broken ankle. I'll finish up with a story from my personal family life that I hope will be an illustration of why it's important that we look into these things now instead of facing heartbreak down the road. Now, the ability to freely move around, walk from one room to another, up or down flights of stairs, that ability is something I think a lot of us really take for granted. I've had multiple knee surgeries and currently have a broken ankle, so limited mobility is something that is very much on my mind these days. It is, however, a real challenge as many of the elderly that we may have to care for or may one day become have limited mobility. Some are confined to wheelchairs, some use walkers, some are bedridden. Right now, we have a safety net of nursing homes for elderly who need more help than the typical family can provide. If the SHTF, those nursing homes may quickly turn into very, very bad places to be. So a prudent prepper needs a plan of what to do with loved ones. Another part of the series will be specifically about nursing homes. A great place to start thinking about dealing with mobility issues is to survey your house. Here are some things to consider. Do you have steps? If so, how many? Can you put a small portable ramp up so that people can get a wheelchair up the ramp? How wide are your doors? It generally takes 32 inches for wheelchairs to work easily through doors. Most doors in homes are either 23 inches or 27 inches wide. How wide are your doors? Can a wheelchair get into your bathroom? Do you have a walk-in shower? 
Do you have any lift bars around your toilet stool area? Can somebody in a wheelchair reach critical items in the house? Is there a fire extinguisher handy that can be reached from a wheelchair? Is your sidewalk level and even? Is there carpeting in the entranceway? And what areas are accessible without stairs? Is there a bathroom that can be used by a mobility limited person? These are just a few items to think about. Here's a link to a much more extensive list that shares more information on home survey. Some of it is quite a bit beyond basic prepping, but it does provide food for thought. Now here are several mobility devices to keep on hand. We recommend buying large heavy duty versions of each of these because you never know how big the person who needs the device will be. At least one set of crutches, at least one walker without wheels, at least one walker with wheels, a heavy duty wheelchair with hard, not pneumatic tires, walking boots in various sizes, often available cheap at thrift stores, at least two heavy duty canes, a heavy duty rollator, that's the name for a foot scooter. These can have many prepping uses. See the picture below. So there's a picture of Spice uh, test driving a rollator. I think that's the way you say that. Uh, I've seen many, many teachers when I was doing, uh, when I was on the campus, uh, I, I say many, it was like two or three, did have to use this because of you know knee surgeries and things like that. So a mobility crisis, it can happen at in, in an instant. My mother worked at a big box store as a department manager. She had been working there 30 plus years and loved the place. Even though she was in her late 70s, she would get up every workday, get dressed, cook herself breakfast, then drive herself to work. She would clock in, do her eight hours, and then drive herself home to her 100-year-old house. Her house was in good condition, but it was a typical 100-year-old structure with narrow doorways, front steps, etc. In fact, it was almost completely inaccessible. One morning, she drove herself to work, and as she was walking from her car to the front door, a careless idiot put her car in reverse and started backing up while texting her friend without looking. This idiot hit my mom and ran over her legs, breaking them both severely. That was it for our mother. She went from walking in for another day's work, standing and walking all day, to a hospital bed and later a wheelchair. She never fully regained the ability to walk. Due to the extensiveness of her injuries, we had no choice but to put her in a nursing home because she needed regular medical treatment and none of us are nurses or doctors. Mom hated the nursing home with a passion and she was adamant that she wanted to go home to her house. My sister Mammy and I were both perplexed. Mom was insistent, but both Manny and I are realists and preppers and we knew that there was zero way that mom could ever live in that house. The doorways were too small to get a wheelchair through the bathroom was tiny and entirely inaccessible. Basically, we would have to hire somebody to tear out walls, build a new bathroom. Honestly, it was just impossible. The only solution we could come up with was to buy her another house, something that was already accessible. But mother would have none of it. She wanted her house. Now, there was really nothing that Mammy or I could do to change mom's mind. We had to show her how impossible it was. One of the first things that Mammy, who was my mother's primary caretaker, God bless her for it. And yes, I know what a pain in the posterior it was for you, dear sister, if you read this, did was she bought a nice used wheelchair van so Mammy could take her to all of her doctor's appointments. There were a ton of them. Mom was absolutely insistent that she wanted to live out her days in her own home. 
So Mamie and I and her son put our heads together and came up with a plan to get together, load her up in the van, and then to somehow or other get her into the house. We took her in the back door into her kitchen and basically said, okay, here you are. The door from the kitchen was too narrow for the wheelchair. Remember, 32 inches wide. Check your own doors. They are likely too narrow as well. It was heartbreaking, and it's something I never, ever want to go through again. In case you were wondering, she passed from cancer later in the nursing home. I have no idea what situation you live in, whether you own a home, you plan on living the rest of your life in, are in a starter home, if you move a lot, or if you rent. So that makes it hard for me to offer any generic advice other than to start picking up mobility aids for your stores. I just wanted to throw this out there as something to think about. All right, guys, again, that's one of those things that is very, very real, and that is life. And when we are planning and we are preparing, sometimes we have this picture in our mind and we don't, you know, we don't expand it to think about all the other things that can happen. So some of the things that I was thinking about, they do make smaller, um, you know, more narrow wheelchairs. Um, you know, and so I know that some people have wheelchairs for like in the home and then others have it like when they go out of the home. But even at that, you know, they're, they're going to still, you know, they still need to be wide enough to get through or the door frames need to be wide enough to be able to get through. And so you have those issues and you have, you know, other issues on top of other issues. So, you know, I, I completely understand it. I mean, my grandfather, uh, he drove his vehicle for many, many years and it finally got to the point where, um, you know, there was a little, he bumped someone in the back and his eyesight was just, was not what it should have been. And, and my dad had to take his car away. And that was one of the hardest things I know for my dad to do is to be able to say, Hey, look, I got to take your keys away. And, uh, you know, what my parents uh, later on in life, when my, uh, my grandfather got sick, they moved into my grandparents' home, you know, and they may do, they like had a bed in the living room, living area. And so they did that in order so that they could take care of him there uh, because my grandmother was suffering from Alzheimer's. My grandfather had cancer. And so there was a, you know, a lot of things going on. They tried to make them as comfortable as possible uh, to, to be able to do that. And so, you know, my grandfather was able to live out his days in his own home. Uh, my grandmother finally got to the point where, you know, she didn't really recognize where she was anyway. So they moved her into my parents' home. But, you know, that was hard. It was hard to deal with that. And, and you know, luckily my parents were in a place where they were able and my mom was able to take care of, uh, you know, help take care. They, they had, uh, they were able to hire someone to help take care of, of you know, my, my grandma and my grandfather. And there was in-home care that would come in and all those types of things. So, that, I mean, but that was hard. It's hard to do. And, you know, again, that takes money to do. And there's all of these things that go into it. So it's something to consider, something to think about. People did get through life, you know, in the past without all the modern conveniences. A lot of the times people would say, well, they just didn't live as long. And that is very, very true. So, you know, you kind of have to make do in a way. But at the same time, if you can mitigate some of these issues by having some of these supplies that uh, that Salty was talking about, that would be good. And so going to garage sales sometimes, uh, sometimes some of these things are free. I know that I've seen those before, like on the Nextdoor app, on Craigslist, um, where people are just like, hey, I'm getting rid of this wheelchair. I'm getting rid of this walker. It's been in my garage for a while. I'm cleaning up. And you go and you just, you can get it for free. And so, you know, there's things like that if you, if you keep a watch out. You know, that might be one of the good things that you would do on a regular basis anyway, 
is hit the like the next door app, hit the the Facebook uh, groups, hit Craigslist for free items that people are giving away. A lot of the times, people just want to get them out, you know. Especially as we move into the new year, people are trying to reset. And maybe they they have a you know a thing they set a resolution where they want to clean out a garage or or clean their home or declutter or whatever. So that might be one of the times where you can you can find those at least here down here in the south, right? When people are doing that, I know up north, you guys, uh, a lot of you guys are dealing with uh, snow and, and ice and all that kind of stuff and it might be more of uh, going into summer when people do that or spring spring cleaning and all that kind of stuff I guess is what I'm thinking but that would be just a good practice every once in a while hit the next door app hit Craigslist hit Facebook and uh, you know look for those type of free items I mean they're they're there they're out there uh, and I know people will you know you can pick them up and people will be grateful that you pick them up. And if you just have an area where to store them, again, that's an issue, right? Is having the area and the space, but that would be something that you could do. If you, if you did have that, that would be so valuable uh, if you needed it in that type of situation. So guys, that is over at beans, bullets, bandages, and you like always, I'm going to link to it in the show notes. Um, there were some links in here that you can bounce to. And uh, so I do appreciate, again, this is uh, one of those issues that is close to my heart. So I appreciate Salty and Spice and, you know, all the guys over there at Beans, Bullets, Bandages, and you tackling this issue and everybody else who tackles it. There are so many other uh, things that we need to consider for our uh, for our family members who are, you know, seasoned citizens out there. And uh, it's definitely a need. So uh, go check that one out. Well, everyone, that is it for episode 473. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Head on over to theprepperwebsitepodcast.com. That way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And take a moment to connect with me. I have a ton of ways to connect in the show notes. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until tomorrow, stay prepped and aware. Peace.